Hello beautiful listeners, my astrology girlies, what is up? Welcome back to another astrology episode. Super excited to have you tuned in. So this is part of a, I guess, three-part series that I'm doing. So here's the thing. With astrology, there is so much to talk about. There is just so much that your chart reveals to you, and we can go on for years, okay? Years <laughs> looking into our charts and just talking about astrology and learning about it. It is just endless, and that's what I love. So, this episode is dedicated to one of the most asked about topics that I get when I'm looking at someone's chart. So let me share with you the top three, career, love, and relationships. And so today here with me, we are going to talk about some juicy stuff. We are going to talk about love and sex because I feel like they definitely go together and love is the highest vibration it is a very high spiritual frequency and our sexual energy is our most powerful energy that we have this is how we create this is how we were created and um, there's so much to work with with our sexual energy And it's just, sometimes we just water it down to like, oh, just sex and what turns me on. But I mean, when you really know what drives you, your sexual energy is like on a thousand. So this is going to be juicy. This is going to be good. I do want to let you know that I'm not going to overload you and go too much in depth with what I'm sharing. So if you didn't listen to the first part of the series, which I highly suggest that you do, that one was about career. And so what I shared there is that there are different elements to your chart. You have your houses, you have the planets, and you have the zodiac signs, and they all play a major role. And so it's important as you are looking into your chart to spend time understanding all of your placements one by one. Dedicate a month for each one to really dive deep into it. Um, because again, it's it reveals so much to you and there are different ways to look at different placements. So what I'm sharing with you is what I look at when someone asks me to read their chart. And um, I mean, I might miss a few things, but just like I said, there's just so many ways to read your chart and it tells you so much. But I want to give you the gems that are going to at least get you started into this. So if you are like starting to read your own chart, how fun, how amazing. I love that for you because I remember when I first started reading my chart, I was just always excited and I just, that's all I was doing. (laughs) And until this day, like I continue to learn new things and I'm learning how to read my chart even in a deeper level. 
but we're going to keep this a little lighthearted and easy, okay? So yeah, take some notes and let's get into love and sex with astrology. So I want to start with four very important planets that have a huge influence on our desire for sex, our capacity to give and receive love, and our emotions. Everything that's under the umbrella of love and sex, okay? (laughs) So these four planets, okay? This is what you're going to look for in the chart. This is what I usually go to first. It's going to be Venus, Mars, Uranus, and Neptune. Now, Venus is a given because we know that Venus is the planet of love and relationships. Venus shows us what we desire, what we crave in a partner, what we are attracted to, what is going to make us feel like we are we are loved. Um, in a sense, it's like our emotional needs, but in a way of like, this is what I need emotionally to know that I am loved. And it really just shows you what you want to indulge in, what are your pleasures, what do you find beautiful in somebody. And so Venus is definitely a given. That's like the go-to planet when it comes to love. Now, Mars can sometimes be overlooked, but let me tell you, Mars is such a potent planet. It is very influential. It Like in the sense that it is a fiery, passionate planet. And so here is where we find what our sexual drive is like. What is that energy that once we're turned on, it's go time. Mars is that energy of how you get what you want from your partner. This is how you get it. This is how like you want it, you see it, and you're going to get it. This is that fearless, that fire in you. And so Mars really shows you when it comes to sex, this is what turns you on. This is where your passion gets ignited. This is where like it's in the in astrology in your chart, it is like the the drive, the fire, the passion of it all. And so look to where you have Mars in your chart and the house that it in and the house that it's in will show you the area where you feel this very emotional drive where you feel like this is what I'm super passionate about. And so let's say that you have Mars in your third house. And so you're passionate about, you have this drive for knowledge. You have this drive for intellect. And so when a partner comes to you and just speaks that language of just being super intellectual and maybe is a book nerd or, you know, just has that like that connection with what you have that drive in, that's immediately going to be a turn on for you. So let's say in the 10th house, that is about career, that is about public image, that is about being whatever success means to you, but it is the house of success and 
building a legacy. And so a, a partner that is so indulged in their career and is successful and maybe is a CEO, those type of people turn you on. <laughs> so that's kind of how you can read Mars. Now, this third planet is Uranus. And this is not a traditional planet that you would look for when it comes to love or sex, but Uranus is about your need for independence. And as you know, love is liberating. It's unconditional. There is no box. And so also in the bedroom, in your sex, how do you show up with this independence? How do you want to feel that sense of, freedom and not locked in. Um, and then we have Neptune. And Neptune is the planet of dreams and our subconscious and just, you know, more of the esoteric, more of the cosmic, the, the, the sky, just not here on this earth, right? It's the planet that takes us to this dream world. And so what Neptune reveals to us when it comes to love is our need for romance. What do we find romantic? How do we want to be romanced? And that will all be revealed by what house and what sign that it is in. And so Neptune and Taurus, you want to be romanced by a candlelit dinner or maybe getting a couple's massage or tantra, just very deep in the senses and just connecting to all five senses. And that to you is romantic. Whereas maybe for an Aries, if you have Neptune in Aries, for you, it's like romantic is rock climbing. And going on an adventure where your adrenaline is just pumping. And to you, that can be romantic. A dinner on a hot air balloon, you know? So it's going to look different for every sign. But Neptune is key to know how you want to be romanced. Now, I want to talk about the houses the love houses in astrology. And there are three main ones. The first one is the fifth house, and then the seventh house, and the eighth house. Now, why are these the houses of love? Well, let me tell you. The fifth house is ruled by Leo. So this is sun energy here. This is more of that warmth, more of like lighting up that fire in you. And so the fifth house is about your romance and your dating style. So this is like the beginning stages of love. This is when you're putting yourself out there and you're getting to know someone. Or if you're in a relationship and you want to keep it spicy, you want to keep it fresh and new, Look into what your lover's fifth house is, like what's going on in there, and yours too, because this is that very, like, it reveals to you 
what you may find true love is, how you express your passions. This is the house that represents what pleasure and sex and what do you find fun because sex is fun. It's not like a serious thing. I mean, I know it is serious in the sense that it it's very high energy, but it's meant to be through your heart, not your mind. Because things are serious when we let our mind take over. But when we are led by our hearts, it's playful, it's joy, it's fulfilling. And so sex and pleasure shouldn't feel so heavy. And so look into your fifth house so you can see what do you find fun that makes you feel playful, that makes you feel sexy. How do you like to have sex and what kind of setting... It really is about how you release energy with each other, with you and your lover. So fifth house is kind of that playful, sexy, very warm, passionate house. And then we get into the seventh house. And the seventh house is ruled by Libra, which is ruled by the planet Venus. So this is literally a love house. This is about relationship. This is about commitment. So we went from the fun, sexy, dating, sex, how we like sex, and then moved into a little bit more of that commitment of that relationship, that long term. And so this shows you how you go about commitment, how you feel about engagement and marriage and just the way that you like to celebrate your relationships. So maybe you're someone who, let's say you have Virgo in the seventh house, and so every little milestone in your relationship, you like to do something special about it because it shows the dedication, Um, because you know Virgo is an earth sign and it's about nurturing and being of service to each other, and so you want to celebrate by... Maybe you'd give your lover a foot massage and you, you're giving something of service to your partner. Whereas someone with, let's say, Sagittarius in the seventh house, you want to book a trip to celebrate your five-year anniversary and you want to go all out and it's a little bit different energy from that Virgo. But yeah, seventh house shows you how you like to celebrate your relationship. It also, it's about the foundation of your relationship and what you look for, what traits that you look for and that you need in your romantic lover, in your romantic partner. It's going to reveal to you the energy that your partner must bring into the relationship because seventh house is opposite of your first house. And if first house is about self, that's how you are showing up. Then seventh house is about how your partner needs to show up so that there is that balance because seventh house is ruled by Libra. So Libra is about balance. It's about harm. It's about balance. It's about that harmonious rhythm of love. So you need to balance each other out in that sense. So let's say my Leo rising, the opposite of that. So my Leo's in my first house. 
then I have Aquarius in my seventh. Does that mean I need to date an Aquarius? Not necessarily. It just means that to some extent, it, there needs to be a powerful placement in Aquarius. So it could be that my romantic partner, my future husband, is going to have is going to have Aquarius rising or Aquarius moon or Aquarius Venus. But there will be that Aquarius energy because that's just naturally the opposite of Leo and it's just naturally there's going to be an attraction there. So that's kind of how you can look at the seventh house. Now, moving into the eighth house, the eighth house, how does this show up for love in astrology? Well, so the next house is the eighth house. And how does this play into love and sex? It is actually very huge for love and sex. It is such a deep house. And I mean, it is ruled by Scorpio. So we know Scorpio has very intense emotional depth to its energy. And so the eighth house is really about our deep, passionate love. So remember, fifth house is more of that sexy, playful love. Eighth house is about that deep, passionate love. It's a, it shows you what you deeply desire when you are having sex. Not in these one night stands or these one time flings. It's like when you are with somebody and, you, and, and there's this depth that you crave, what, what kind of depth is it that you crave? It is the house of intimacy. It is really, it's not surface level. It's depth. It's what you don't speak about, but what you feel. And that's very much Scorpio energy. And so this house is how you express your sexual love. Love is deep. Love is intimate. Love is being fully seen. And so your sexual love is like, the, one of the deepest ways to be intimate with someone. And so this reveals the deep hidden energies that evoke this passionate sexual energy. This is going to show you your sexual turn-ons, pretty much your kinks, what it is that you deeply, truly desire that only someone that can really connect with on that you can connect with on a deep level will be able to explore this depth of you and so we are what comes easy to us is that fifth house energy but this eighth house energy let me tell you when I have read to somebody what is going on in their eighth house they feel so seen because this is this is a part of you that you don't show, that you don't talk about, that you don't say, that you don't share. But it is so beautiful to let it be expressed. When you feel safe and you feel that you have this deep love with someone, then this is where that eighth house energy, whatever planets you have, whatever sign you have in here, then that will be expressed. But don't overlook the eighth house when you're looking into love and sex. 
Okay, my loves. So how do we feel? Do we like what we are learning? Are we learning something new? Um, like I mentioned, there are many different placements that you can look at as far as love. And I didn't want to get too specific. I know people want to know like my partner, when am I going to get married? Because your chart can reveal those things. But I just want you to begin with these placements and get to know these different layers of you and then take it to the next step um, as far as like aspects because aspects is what really kind of shows you what's going on, when it's going to happen and um, you know those influences. But I do hope that what I shared with you resonated and that you will have a deeper connection with your chart and looking at your love and understanding and seeing how have you been expressing this? Have you been in alignment? How do you feel like you've just unlocked a whole new awareness within this? Um, so yeah, I think this journey of learning about our charts is so beautiful and I'm just grateful that I'm able to share with you some of my wisdom. So yeah, connect with me. You know, you can always hit me up on Instagram. It is hard divine vibe and <laughs> sorry if my voice sounds a little shaky. I don't know. I mentioned in the other episode that I was... I caught like a cold and so my throat has just been not it <laughs> and when I talk a lot it just starts getting like very sensitive but I have my water here and I, I think I did okay but so happy to have you listening and yeah let me know what you thought of the episode and if you would like a one-on-one -on -one reading with me you can always book that just send me a dm on instagram and then i will send you some information and then from there we'll see if it feels right but my services are always available so again i do natal chart astrology readings and i do tarot card readings so thank you so much for tuning into this episode and I will catch you on the next one. Enjoy the rest of your day, loves. Bye.